The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. I know, I know Van Cleve know this song. You, you know this, Cleve? Yeah, I've heard it, man. You be, you be careful, Cleve. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, Cleve. Tears to you up. Oh, here she comes. Man, Clee, we having fun on the Captain Show. It's the Ticket 93.7. I'm talking with my, uh, uh, actually, roommate, former roommate, classmate, um, three-time national champion mate, uh, Mike Van Cleve. And, uh, Mike, so you wouldn't know about, would you know about the, the 1984 or 83 Orange Bowl when we went for two instead of one? Yeah, they played the death out of it, uh, coming in and stuff. Oh, that was Osborne, you know, just can't clinch the big one. Do you you the coach? You're the coach. Uh do you go for one or you go for two? Well <laughs> it's funny you ask that because, you know, being that Osborne was who he was while we were there, I mean, let me ask you, how many times did you have someone it, someone just wrecked it, hey, you're a football player, you know, and so they're a fan, and you're chit-chatting with them, and, and they ask you, well, why did Osborne run this play in this game in this situation? Why did he play this person and not that person? How many times do you have those type of questions all throughout your career? Oh, a lot. Yeah. But I didn't answer My them. typical answer for that is like, you know what? If I was a coach, if I was a coach to be at that level at that point in time, I could probably give you a real good answer. But I'm not the coach, and uh, you know what? I've, it is what it is. You know, if the coach thinks that's a good thing to do, 
that's a good thing to do. Yeah, it's a, you know, we never second guess coach coaches play calls. No. At least I didn't. You know, and who who would who would second guess it? I just mean now as an older guy, I always think about that. You know, if they, we could have kicked a field goal, but I'm with I'm I've I've changed my tune. I'm going for two two. I'm going for the win. Yeah, I'm going for the win. I mean, I'm I'm calling a timeout. I might even call if I had two timeouts. I might even call back to back. Can you do that in college football? You can call back to back timeouts. I ought to call back to back timeouts. Timeout, timeout. Can but uh, they'd have to start the clock and then you call it again. But how many seconds do we have at that game? Yeah, I know. But I, <laughs> what do you think about the transfer portal? I think it's crap. Honestly, I mean, it's the one of the problems I see not just in college football, but in a lot of these young kids coming up. There's always Plan B. No one's ever put in a sink or swim situation where it's, hey, I better make the best of it because this is my only shot. This is my chance. I made my bed. I better lay in it type of thing. All your actions have consequences. If if you thought Nebraska was the place for you at one point in time, uh, you better make it that way because if it turns out it's not, then that's pretty much on you because like with anything, life is what you make of it. Uh, we can't go through life blaming everything on everybody else. You know, well, someone else's fault. I was oppressed or or whatever. But the transfer portal just gives everyone a, a plan B. If things get too tough, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm butthurt because, you know, I wanted to be the starter uh, at my position. I wanted to be second string, and I'm not. Number one, you probably have an attitude problem. Number one, mm. but number two, it just allows guys to to jump ship and go somewhere else, you know. And I think that having a plan B is, you know, you cannot solidify and really build a team of toughness. You know, some guys all they need is just a little more toughness. You you just got to hunker down and go just a little bit harder, and everything's going to work out. Yeah, you know? it's, it's called it's called row your boat. Exactly. It's called row your own. You know, row your boat. Once you get out there in the ocean, you're out there now. Now it's sink or swim time. Stop mm-hmm. taking the easy. Could you imagine if we had taken the easy way out? I mean, nobody went through what we went through on scout team. Nobody felt the type of smackings that we felt. On a daily basis, not on a game basis. I'm talking on a daily basis. So if you look at how many practices we had from 1993 all the way to 1997, but let's just take 93 to 95, all those days of practice that we went against the black shirts, it would have been very easy for at least half of us to be like, you know what, I ain't cut out for this. I'm good. I'm going somewhere else. But oh, we, yeah. we rode our boat, we we accepted the challenge, and these guys have to accept the challenge. They have to come to the plate that it's either win or go home. Now, you talked about putting those fours up, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we put those fours up, they meant something. What does the fours Amen. mean to you? Well, it, it, coming out scout team, that was, hey, I get a play. Woo-hoo. <laughs> you know, but later on, it's like you know what? We ain't letting up. You know, we have to hunker down. We have to dig deep. Yeah, every one of us is tired. We've been at the at there, 
you know, the whole game. And you know what? Just because it's fourth quarter doesn't mean we can't lose everything. Yeah, we may. You know, a lot of times we did have some scoring out there that it was insurmountable for the other team, sure. But we had to. It didn't matter how far ahead we are. We had to keep pouring fuel on on the fire and go. Because you know, and that also showed the younger guys. Hey, yeah, we're all tired. You know, we 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 got bandages on. We smashed the fingers, lost the fingernail between face masks or something. We ain't letting up. We gotta go. You know, it, it's that's there's no other option, and that's what that four fingers meant. You know, and it's it's time to shine. If you hadn't had much play time before that. Because it you just better strap up and and keep going. Yeah, um, I always kind of looked at the when we put those fours up as is is all those things you said, but then also we were going to raise the bar. We were going to raise our intensity because it's the fourth quarter. We were going to mm-hmm. raise it to a level that was going to be unmatched. It was going to be greater than the first quarter. It was going to be greater than the second quarter and greater than the third quarter. Our intensity, our discipline, everything we did when we put those fours in the air, we were going to come back and hit you square in the teeth, and 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 it wasn't, and it will help you up, but the next play we're going to hit you in the teeth again, yeah. you know, try to knock out a couple of more. So, I, I you know, we we've got to de- definitely get back to that. What about nil? I mean, you guys in Texas, you know, you from Texas, everything is big in Texas, and. You guys are, are giving out big money, Texas A&M, Texas, all these Texas schools with all that money. You know, with, with I think Texas A&M is, or, or Texas is giving out $50,000 per lineman. In this day and age, say you played now, and Texas said, we're going to give you $50,000 for every year that you play. Do you go to Texas? Uh, yeah, dude. I, 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 <laughs> First off, you got to break it down in a couple different ways to look at this thing. Number one, I should these guys at the college level be paid to play? No, I don't think they should be paid to play. Should they benefit from playing? Because, you know, really you look at it, college football is a money-making business. There are absolutely millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that this university, just Nebraska alone, rakes in uh, just off of the football team. You know, there's a lot of money there. But what I would rather look at, rather than, it, hey, this, this individual player, well, he's a starter, he gets $50,000. Rather than that, because see, that, 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 that goes down a, a, a very strange road that I think a lot of these guys, as young as they are, they don't have the maturity level to really understand a lot of this stuff. You offer anyone $50,000, they're going to take it no matter what. It, some of these people probably just stub, stab their own mother in the back. But what I would rather see is people taking that money and putting in some sort of investment account for mm. these players for when they're done playing football, mm-hmm. okay? And not necessarily to you know have some socialism type of deal, but as a team as a whole, look at the money that these guys make the university and put in some sort of a pension plan uh, for retirement. Because, you know, every bit of this takes toll on people's bodies. You know, I, I know some guys we played with that have back issues now that are irreversible, and all those issues, they, they come to a head. You know, they, uh, 
uh, and health issues, you know, that happen when you're in college, you know, there's, there's no reparation for that type of stuff. Uh, but I, I think there needs to be something that covers some of these players' medical bills. Um, and who deserves what or whatever, I, that's not for me to decide. But I, I think there needs to be something to benefit these kids, you know, once they're done uh, going down the road. And you know what? And if uh, they... $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. End up, you know, going to the pros, you know what, more power to them, you know, then they have their own uh, money they're making on the whole thing. But, you know, later on down the road, I, I've met a handful of players from the 80s, from before that, when we have team get-togethers, and, you know, there's some of them that are healthy and doing great, but there's some guys who aren't doing that great. Um, and it's all directly tied into them playing football when they were young. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be a, more of a benefit to have some sort of deal, especially in light of how much money we make the university. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not necessarily, a, hey, let's share the wealth type of thing, but let's give people what their due is on the stuff. You know, I, I think what we did in our uh, five years at Nebraska uh, has been a huge step forward for monetarily for the university. I mean, look, since we've been there, yeah, I mean, look at all the development that's gone on over there, you know, but it's, it's a money-making machine. Make no mistake about that. But from the side of here in the text line, uh, uh, Van Cleve, uh, John asked, uh, if footwork or hand placement is the most important skill for offensive linemen or are both just as important? I would say footwork, followed very closely by hand placement. And it's not just where you place hands, it's what you do with those hands. Mm. You know, if you just stick your hands out in the right spot going up against Grant Winstrom and you've gotten your feet working right, just putting your hands out there, he's, no, that 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 don't that dog don't hunt with Grant Winstrom. You know, but you have to punch and recoil and, you know, here I am coaching and stuff. But, Come on, Van Cleve. Uh, hey, Van Cleve, that's what I want. See, you haven't picked up a football in 20-something years, yet the stuff that's drummed into you is still there. Anyway, I, let me back up and let you finish that coaching point because that was excellent. 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's what you do when you get there, you know. Uh, and we drilled so much on stuff. It has to be instinctive, and you have to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And when you're tired, you repeat it again. You know, back in our time, you know, we had Michael Jordan, and I remember watching a TV interview with him. It's like, why are you so amazing, so good and everything? Because I do more. I shoot. I get done practice. I think at the time he said, I don't go home until I sink 100 baskets after practice. You know, and that kind of ties into what Fred Pollock and I did. You know, we did more. We did more. So our technique became, you know, we didn't even have to think about it. Uh, you know, and, and that was good and bad. You know, of course, you know, the in the NFL, it's like, oh, yeah, we have, Nebraska has the best lineman in the country, but they don't do well in the NFL because everything they're taught is so instinctive. It's hard to teach them something new. Uh, but when we're playing, and that was one of the things that made our line so much better, uh, at our level was, you know, we might be out there and Osborne recognized the defense we can't run into. He would change the play at the line of scrimmage, you know, it may, and it may, and not just saying two opposite, you know, run to the opposite side. It, he would call a different play and we, and then it's always on two, isn't it? It was always on two. So they called the play, you know, and they changed it at the line of scrimmage and then Hut hut, uh, you had to figure it out right then and there that quick, and if and that's that could be one of our other problems. You know, some of these guys are overthinking a lot of this stuff too much because they have to, uh, but we had it instinctual, and so you had to be ready. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff. That's good stuff, Van Cleve. Because <laughs> I think about I think about these guys today. You know, I don't know if they would have survived because if you were up at the line of scrimmage and you got. 47 dive uh, uh, called, and they get up there to the line of scrimmage and see something and change the complete play. You got less than four seconds before you got to figure out who you're going to block, who's your who's your key. Is it a double read? Is it a combo read? Am I, am I letting this guy go if it's an option? If it's 11 option, I'm letting the end man go. You know, you got to – there's some things that go through your mind immediately – that I don't know can, if it can go through their mind when they're looking to the sideline to get the play, yeah, or to get the call, mm-hmm. you know. But and then that that also leads into the deal. It's like you talk about these players back then, the players today. I I think you know back then, you know, we didn't have all the media they have, so our attention could be focused a lot more. Where today everyone has all this media, I can't tell you how many times you see someone playing a game, talking on the phone, and you know, doing something else all to say, these kids are amazing. They can multitask, but I think <laughs> that's also a, a, a detriment, you know, uh, it, it's possibly one of those things, you know, it's how do you coach someone out of what they've grown up doing, you know, and you gotta beat it in them. <laughs> hey, I grew up with corporal punishment. And I'm a firm believer on that. <laughs> you can ask my kids. <laughs> you got you to beat it in them, man. That's what we we got to beat it in us. When I mean that, I don't mean literally, but I mean from a from a mental standpoint. Um, yeah, and 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 literal too. I mean, we if you were on scout team for two years, you took a beating, and mm. you had to have something inside your heart in order to say, "I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna let you guys." Uh, break me because sometimes those black shirts they hit you hard enough and some people broke i mean we both know there's some people that that could not handle 
practice practicing against the black shirts. No. And, and and it made them check out and it made them transfer and the transfer portal was still open back then, you know, and they would take their ball and go home because yep. it wasn't easy. It wasn't anything given to us. Everything that we that we we earned that. We didn't have I everybody thinks that we had all these, you know, we didn't have what one Lawrence Phillips, okay? We had one Tommy Frazier, you know what I mean? We didn't have and, and, and let me just say, when I say that I mean those are phenoms, right? Those yeah. are phenoms. Alabama has a team full of phenoms. The other guys, what we were built, they built us. You, you right. didn't. Yeah, Vershawn Jackson couldn't have been a Lawrence Phillips. I, I promise you. As a freshman, yeah. it ain't happening. Okay, what happened? You know, all that stuff started uh, even before college, man. I you look at a lot of guys who who came in and made up that scout team. There's a lot of these guys that they came from eight man football. You know, they they're Husker grown native and their whole drive and goal in life was, Hey, I'm going to make it on the Husker football team. And so they had a bone to pick. That was everything they want. Then they make it. Well, their next step is, Hey, I just want one play in a game. And you had these guys that would absolutely transform themselves. Maybe they didn't even have a weight program in, in high school. Uh, I know I didn't, you know, I grew up throwing around truck tires. That's the only reason why I had the, the big legs for alignment. But once they get in the program with Boyd Epley, a good strength conditioning program, and the coaching is second to none, they absolutely transform into something you, they, no one even recognizes anymore. You know, um, that's one of the amazing things. But they have to have it in their heart, like you were saying. They got to want it bad, so bad they can taste it. And, yeah, get knocked down ten times over by, you know, Billy Legate, Aaron, Aaron, uh, Mike Anderson or something like that, Aaron Wells. They knocked plenty of people down. And they'll get right back up and want more because they have it in their heart. Mm. So, And, and that's, that's just it. We, we played with heart. We were a bunch of two stars, three stars <laughs> that worked together for, so that the team would be a five-star. And I think right. we got to get out of that mentality that stars is what makes the football team. Because you can have a million stars, but if those stars don't gel together, if those stars don't get better, if those stars don't develop, if those stars don't know how to do the ABCs of football, it, they don't matter. Right. And the, one of the problems, I think, is the uh, attention deficit stuff that we got going on. Remember the Tostillo's Festival. Yeah, we have Tommy Fraser and Lawrence Phillips, all that stuff. You know, coming into that game, the media was all over us. Remember, Osborne shut down interviews. Remember that? Mm, I forgot about that. And we did nothing but focus on what we had to do. I mean, there might have been a few interviews. Don't get me wrong. I know, all I know I, is I don't like remember. Osborne was not liking what the media they, – they were trying to – they'd go interview Florida players, and they'd be talking trash, and then they'd come back So hey – so-and-so said this. What does Nebraska think about that? And Osborne caught wind of that. He shut it down real quick and in a hurry. And My- so then the media was out against us. You know, we had a bone to pick. But more than everything, if we sat there and looked at all the statistics that the media was putting out, it's like, oh, Nebraska just can't handle Florida. Spurrier's fun and gun offense is just going to destroy Nebraska's defense. We didn't have any of that garbage coming into our uh, heads. And we came out there not knowing any better, not knowing that, well, Florida should be beating Nebraska very handedly. 
And uh, we came out there and made them a fool. And, yeah, maybe someone's going to get butthurt about that, but that's really what it amounted to. They thought they were all that in a bag of chips, and we just did what we did, you know. And that's play with heart, smack people in the mouth, and ask for more. <laughs> nice. So, listen, the Soderhammer Tech Line is open, 464-5685. Mississippi Mud Dog, Shake and Not Stir, Bryce, Ginger Beard Man. We're going to get to all your texts and more when we come back from the break. We'll be right back. We're talking to Mike Van Cleve, the captain, the ticket, 93.7. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. 